So we had some podcast episodes before and then we've deleted those. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start again. Okay. Podcast videos on YouTube. And we've got two topics to discuss through today. We're going to have a Reddit thread. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Reddit is? Not a clue. Right. It's like a community message board. People put all sorts of weird and wonderful things on there. Well, you found a real one, so you can. No, it's a general one. And then there's one about dementia. There's one about asking old people questions. Oh, okay. And we now have one called Home Care Helpline. Should anybody need to find it and post something on as a question? Okay. And we're going to have a phone number so people can ring. Mm-hmm. And we've got an email address. And I can't remember what it is. I think it's homecarehelpline.mailbox at gmail.com. And we've mainly thought about bringing this back after our lunch in Yawacha mm-hmm. in London. Surrounded yeah. by a Chinese family, a posh old bloke. And two businessmen. Not that they're relevant to this thing. Did they not have a problem? No, the, the gentleman that was to the right, he was discussing his parents with You're the right. older gentleman. Right. He had also had problems with his parents. Was okay, having problems so with they parents. Had, that table had two problems. Yeah. And the Chinese family had one. Yeah. So you sit down for like a lunch off work and then all you hear is, my one's gone through this many carers this week. And on this side is this guy saying, I have no idea how to help, but this has gone wrong, kind of thing. Yeah. And as I said to you at the time, if there'd been an actual break in that table on my rights conversation, I wouldn't have been able to help myself but say, well, look, without trying to come across as invasive and rude. Nosy. Nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to your conversation for the past uh, 10 minutes. In my defence, there's like a library book's distance between the tables, literally. Mm. You can't even get out to powder one's nose should we say but genuinely there was so many simple things that we could have shared with that chat which would have made his life or certainly on the impression of what you're saying to his companion so much easier might have made him feel better at the very least you're not going to your own yeah way. yeah but and I... you can help because work is home care yes obviously and you're a nurse yes I am and we have a home care agency which looks after approximately 150, 160. What was the last count? 170. 187. Mostly elderly, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Adults in their own homes. Adults in their own homes. Not yes. necessarily vulnerable. Some people just need a little bit more assistance. Yes, but technically when you reach a certain age of class, it's vulnerable. So we're going to run through two topics today. Okay. One's dementia-based. Mm-hmm. And one is about falls, strength, and involves a rather well-known lady. Okay. I didn't get the date, so... First one to discuss, Dame Judi Dench. The well-known lady. Has revealed, I've copied this from the Daily Mail, or some other questionable resource. (laughs) Revealed she suffered a frightful fall at her Surrey home and was stuck on the floor for 30 minutes. Okay. The legendary actress, 87, told how she tripped over her carpet Mm -hmm. and was unable to get herself up. Judy admitted that maintaining her independence as she gets older has become very difficult. I had a frightful fall not long ago. I tripped over the carpet and there was nobody in the house and I was lying on the ground unable to get up for half an hour. And despite her advancing years, the Belfast star told how she doesn't have a panic alarm installed in her home should another incident occur, telling how she won't, they don't bother to write these things anymore, to hold on to her independence. Yeah. This is a very key thing that we always try to maintain. And promote. When asked about the alarm, she responded, no, 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 nothing like that. It's just something you have to live with. 
I'm assuming that means old age and falling over, but you want to be independent, and it's very, very difficult. Yes. Final point, mm-hmm. you're itching to jump in. Judy recently revealed she has been active, detailing how her grandson got her to do TikTok dance challenges. She explained grandson Sam Williams came to where she lived during the beginning of the pandemic and said, I think we ought to do a bit of TikTok. So uh-huh. keeping yourself moving, doing some okay. dance routines. Yeah. I've made three points. Is it going to involve discussing TikTok? No, don't okay. worry. Remaining fit, healthy and mobile, mm-hmm. and the importance of it. No offence to Dame Judy, but the stubbornness of the individual being a risk factor. Always. And finally, getting involved to keep relatives active should they live close by. Yes. Need to add another point on that. I'm not going to write it down because you can just say it. We need to discuss pendant arms, but yeah. Pendant arms. So what would you like to discuss first? It's up to you. What's on the the list? You're the expert. You go through it in order if you want. So she had a four. And she was on the floor for 30 minutes and she's 87. Okay, so now I'm going to say something respectfully. 30 minutes. To her, what do you mean? I'm not offended. To her, because um, what I'm about to say will make it sound like that experience isn't quite as horrendous as she experienced She's talking to her parents, apparently. Either way, um, any experience like that is horrendous, but 30 minutes being decked is is nothing compared to what um, hundreds and thousands of people encounter on a daily basis when they fall. Um, Ambulance response times, things like that, even when you can access help, it doesn't come for hours and hours and hours. My question would be, but the details aren't supplied in there, is what happened after 30 minutes? How did she get up? Did she did she manage to get herself in a position to get up or was she assisted? I think she rolled. Did she roll? Yeah. I think okay. she rolled. So, well, I rolling. Remember, I, I, I did look it up five minutes before we started. Yeah, so um, obviously... If you if you you wanted to discuss prevention of falls or management of a fall, because they're two separate Pretty things. Pretty much. Or, keep, or keeping someone safe who is at risk falling. of falling. Okay, so to keep someone safe who's at risk of falling is, first of all, remove any risk factor that encourages them to fall. So Like carpets. Like carpets. Rugs. Like rugs. Um, really sadly, pets. Yeah. Um, cats, terrible. They rub against people's legs on purpose. Disastrous. Um, if you've got homes with uneven flooring, so old cottages, old cottages, flag floors. When you step up and down into parlours, things like that. Um, certainly things. Dude is definitely the kind of woman who has a parlour. Everyone should have a parlour. <laughs> um, anyway, my opinion. I know there'll be sexist remarks about me saying every woman should have a parlour. Um, I don't know what parlour is. What's the official definition? That's not what we're discussing. There's other things that um, we all overlook. So it's about using your, completing your activities of daily living without falling. So talking about precautions being put in place and risks removed. It seems like trying to step into a shower. Have you ever actually thought about how you step into the shower? Yeah, because ours is really narrow. So I have to not walk into to make sure I don't walk into the door every time I go. Yeah, but what about the steps getting it? Even though it's flat to the floor, there's always going to be that little lip, yeah, isn't there? Because, yeah. So although that's maybe one, two, three inches tall and seems like nothing when you fit and able, you can still trip over it the amount of times you come out of it and you stub your toe. So you imagine that somebody that actually raising that leg, like trying to demand that strength from your quad to bring up the whole weight of your leg mm. over three inches is a big ordeal anyway. And the brain might think it's doing it in the left side of the CBO. So it just doesn't. Um, or it's a general stub of the toe thing. And the issue is, the balance so balance is lost so then hence why we go down what is the best way to maintain preserve increase balance do you think 
Because I tell you to do this all the time and you don't do it. Quiz. Uh, yoga. Well, that would be Core one. exercises. Core strength, yeah. So so the answer really is if somebody is do still... Do need to do some crunches? Yes, ultimately. Um, anybody that wants to improve core strength or preserve core strength definitely needs to be actively doing something to work their core. That doesn't mean you've got to be lying on the floor doing bicycles and holding planks for four minutes. You're talking, you can do you can do them sat in this chair. It's literally just tipping and bracing, tipping and bracing and, mm. you know, making sure both sides are equal. Things like that really help. And, it's, and there are quite a lot of PTs that do senior citizens. Yeah, yeah, and those classes are brilliant because all it's about... Shout out to Seb. Shout out to Seb. Um, all it is literally about is maintaining or, or gaining that core strength. The core being not just your abdominals, it's all your back. It's actually your glutes as well. It's everything that keeps you sturdy. Um, so, yeah, your senior citizens classes will help, obviously, teach and teach you to gain that. But also, it does teach you how to fall and it teaches you how to get up from a fall. So, it frustrates every elderly person that I've ever had this conversation with because most stages of progressive aging relate to the stages of newborn basically so you have to revert back in discussion that patronizes people and makes people feel horrendous but sleep on your back and feed to the bottom of the bed <sighs> toileting feeding yeah. mobility everything moves backwards and we go back to those stages where we were underdeveloped so it will happen to everybody who's fortunate enough to age so um it's crawling, it's rolling, it's getting onto your knees, it's being able to move your head enough so that you're keeping your airways clear. It is literally like babies having tummy time kind of shit, but it's massively, massively effective. Um, and Pumps used to go to that gym in Bath, and they were brilliant, mm. absolutely brilliant. They would literally get him to lie on the floor and <laughs> without any assistance would put a timer on and be like, get up. And then they could see how he's struggling to get away. Which is a major program when turtles are trying to <laughs> down the beach. Very large elderly turtle in Pops's, um situation. But yeah, basically, and then they teach you, well, no, you need to be drawing your knee up, you need to be using your elbows, you need to be doing this, that, and the other. And then you go back like a gym session and you get you get fitter mm. and you learn the tricks, the knack, should we say, to how to get back up. So that's really helpful. So your own strength removing any obstacles that are naturally going to cause you to fall and there's clinical factors things like medication can be an absolute nightmare for actually increasing the risk of fall so yeah have you medication reviewed medication reviewed uh, making sure for anybody that is involved in caregiving so this would be to children of elderly parents and making sure that those medications are being taken effectively Again, it's always brick wall conversation because it patronises people. But it's like, well, Mama, are you actually taking these tablets at the right time? And are you definitely only taking one of these? Because um, if you take more of these, X, Y, Z is going to happen. Um, and that's usually a really, really, really big... Yeah, briefly, yeah, briefly touching on the stubbornness of the individuals yeah. as they get older remaining independent. I mean, there was that one lady who was incontinent in her chair but refused any help. And was adamant, either she didn't know who she was or she was just kind of adamant that I don't care that I'm incontinent and go for it. Yeah, I think she was Embrace past. being old. Yes, I think, I think that really was like a moment of, well, sod it, I am where I am and I'm not going to be vulnerable, I'm not going to be inferior to it kind of thing. But that plays into everything. But somebody being stubborn around their medication can be absolutely lethal. So somebody taking too many blood pressure medications or not taking enough to control 
how the heart functions or taking not enough of the diuretics they should be taking honestly just alters the ability for the system to actually maintain itself so when anyone goes from sitting to standing you're down before you've even finished a full stand because the medication you should be taking or shouldn't be taking is affecting obviously your system so 30 minutes isn't particularly long but obviously it would give her a massive shock, especially if she's like your first one. First time, yeah, no, horrendous. And I didn't mean that disrespectfully, but honestly, we've we've arrived in clients' homes when they've been on the floor for like over eight hours because they have one morning call. Mm. And then you come back in the next morning and somebody's on the floor and to the point where their bruising has pulled and they're half purple. They've been there for yeah. a long time. Yeah, and, and that was the first one, even 30 minutes, and my, my mind would be, well, is there going to be another one yeah. soon after? So it's medication. Or nutrition. Or nutrition. Ineffective hydration. Yeah. Or one particular piece of the house which isn't going to be suitable and that's going to cause an issue very quickly. Mm-hmm. Carpets. Mm-hmm. So carpets, rugs, I assume low you should have meant rug. Unless it's like loose carpet. Or it's it's like going to be, yeah. That super, super, super Or really dense. expensive depth yeah. of carpet. Yeah, so, <laughs> so your foot gets stuck in it. Um, and appropriate footwear. Yeah. Because you need to be in footwear that fits. And again, lots of the elderly are guilty of just treading on the backs of their slippers when their feet swell. They yeah. don't bother buying new slippers, um, whether it's because their feet are swelling, they won't bother to spend money, whatever it might be, or that their slippers that the granddaughter bought, yeah. so they'll be damned so, if they're not wearing yeah, them. These are the old, older person's cankles, which aren't necessarily due to weight, but swelling and fluid. And... Yeah, um, and so inappropriate footwear is often a big key. You might, well, we have hundreds of times found somebody on the deck, one slipper on, one's like three metres back that way, yeah. which is where the trouble began. And then the strength of yourself up and say working on your core, very important for yeah. you in, in anybody in later life, let alone if they are mm-hmm. just have had a form or not. Yes. Maintaining independence, being difficult and dependent alarms. Maintaining independence, I am like queen for. I think that should be done at not all costs because that's too dramatic, but there are so many things that people can put in place to maintain and promote independence, which those two chaps sat next to us at lunch were just assuming that they tried one thing it didn't work there was no other options there was four that's what options the second one i've only briefly read through it but that one's i won't you jump the gun lose your mind about that one but my point is 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 it's a really important topic and as long as you're prepared for it it can be mm. it can be fairly well obviously it's about perception but from a professional point of view see my 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 instinct reaction Instinctive reaction was that a dependent alarm isn't necessarily a massive loss of independence. It's precautionary. As much as like I said, it's perspective. So she would feel like she's losing her independence. Yeah. Really, it's there. It's a protective measure. Mm-hmm. Should she have another fall? Yes. It's not necessarily invasive. Maybe I don't know. Make check it's working every now and then. But generally, it's there. You can to get alert. them in a in a more stylish bracelet form. So you've not got to wear this. I'm completely. Yeah, I can't imagine this. she'd have the. No, no, most people people won't want to. But I have an issue with pendant alarms and I need to be careful what I say. Now, obviously, won't mention any companies. They're going to take a hit out on you. Possibly. Um, We've seen increasing inefficiencies, should we say, with the pendant alarm companies. Um, No, they're private. I'm going to say people do it doesn't matter. Mostly, not all of them. Some are associated with, well, charities, should we say. So, anyway. Um, since COVID, which everyone likes to jump back as that being their excuse, but that's this is this is the excuse they're carrying. Their format has changed. So what used to happen, you could buzz your alarm. Somebody who worked for the call alarm system company would do a rhyme. <laughs> would phone because you'd normally have like a box on the wall or something, and it pinged through, and it'd say Kate 
are you all right? Have you, you pressed up by mistake or have you got a problem? And then I could shout, no, I have got a problem. I've tripped over the fucking cat, whatever it might be, come help me. And they would come and help you because that's what you paid for because you pay a monthly subscription for these things, right? So, so they send you help. Um, if they thought, well, if they say, Kate, are you okay? Your alarm's gone off and I didn't respond, they'd automatically send you a 999 ambulance, okay? Super helpful, super efficient. Um, there were instances where they would send family members if you had family members listed as well. So it's a really nice, effective service. And then post-COVID, their prices haven't changed. Obviously, they've Obviously. actually increased. Uh, but the service, they no longer come out to attend if you press your pendant alarm. Everyone that we encounter in our company no longer attend. So they will call a family member for you. They will call a neighbour, but if they don't get an answer... They just call an ambulance, but the ambulance then might not come because actually, well, hang on, this person's just, I don't know, can't reach their slippers or can't do something because people press and falls, what's the reason? And um, the point being, they, they used to be a really trendy, quick way for families to get reassurance that mum, dad, granny, whoever. Didn't have some yeah, and could have some support if they get into a panic as long as they remember to put the darn thing on. But unfortunately, recently, from our own experience, they're much more ineffective than they once were. It's fine if you've got family living around the corner, but most people that we look after have family living up in the outer north or the, the, the belly of the south, and so they could never come and appear at the drop of a hat if mum's stuck on the floor. So yeah. then, hence where the other part of the service used to come in handy. So if you're going to get a pen at all, Check what service you're actually getting. Check what service you get, check your subscription, and definitely check what you're paying for. Okay. You mentioned a Google? No. Okay. Just, there will be. There will be. There will be. But um, it's it's down to being very specific about what you want to get out of it. Mm. Definitely. Family, being close by, helping, socialising, trying to keep them active. Yeah. Last point on the list. Okay, so family, again, split opinion. This is fully split. 50% of people's families that, from the people we encounter, are absolutely wonderful and would do anything and do do anything. Even if they're not local, they'll do anything. They organise things from God knows where they are around the world and they're wonderful. Um, the other 50%, for their own reasons, whatever they might be, some are valid, some won't be. Life to live. Yeah, um, aren't interested and therefore it's all somebody else's responsibility. So when you've got those situations, it's very tricky because there's not much you can actually do as a, from our position as a carer in a stimulation company, taking people to fitness classes, taking people to do these different things to keep their independence up. Um, when you contract it to, you know, go more for meal, for example. So, but the input of families who are local or able to in way of time, because I also appreciate lots of people aren't, there's also family dynamics. It's not children have had enough in some instances and Fair enough. Um, and also, other children can't manage it, which is also fair enough. Yeah, some people can't face the fact that their no, parents are very also depending not. on when they've had children. And you can have people in their 30s and 40s whose parents are 70. Yeah, no, it can be tough. <laughs> and then you have it on the other side. Like we often get with lots of the gents, they will not have their sons provide helping them yeah. with their. And if you've already got sons. Yeah. In a pickle, you know, no, 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 it's that that's woman's work, or you know, my lad's not coming and doing that. Don't don't tell him I need help with that. And it's a pride thing, and so there's a lot you have to respect. So family involvement you have to take with a lorry load of salt because the dynamics are far too variable. But um 
any interaction is obviously brilliant for independence just because it keeps up that morale, keeps the mood, there's a boost, there's a reason to do it. Um, social activities and things accessible generally to people is fairly limited when they're not as mobile and can't get themselves out and about. There's often some great clubs around, but you have to be able to get yourself there yeah. or purchase a taxi. And you can't even get on a taxi from here to the supermarket without dropping 40 quid. And we'll get on Paris of Attorney, but also a lot of the time, the elderly are reluctant to spend money, even if they've got it. Oh, yes. And so yeah. that's where a relative being involved in that side can be great, because they can say, listen, mum and dad's got plenty of cash, just get them a taxi, send yeah, them, they can get here, then get yes, yeah. Instead of, oh, no, I'll make, make sure I've got enough, or I don't want to spend too much, I want to leave it to the grandchildren or children, etc. And then you get the other families that are palatine. Yeah, and then they won't spend anything because they want to inherit as much as possible. So it's, and by the way, you're really obvious when you know exactly who you are. You can smell your mouth off. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I think that's probably talked to Judy to... The end of the... The end of the conversation. Yeah. So Reddit, your newfound thing. Mm-hmm. Reddit user Alexoid182 posted 10 days ago. Okay. He's a 37-year-old male. Yeah. It'd be nice if someone sends a message indirectly. Email address on the screen. That'd be nice when you, you know, get, the, get a telephone number of the conversation. That'd be nice. Okay. My mum's just gone into a care home and it's not going well. Looking for advice. Oh. Well, how's help? it not going well? You think you can help Alexoid? 100%. Yeah. Mum, 73. Just going to a care home about not four old. weeks ago. Not old. I thought that as well. On okay. the same page. Dad said he couldn't cope anymore. Feel free to interrupt me because I haven't read all of this. Her situation, she knows who we all are. This is on a this is on a specific dementia thread, so everything that okay. I know politics is about dementia. Okay. Maybe yeah. not. Mm-hmm. She knows who we all are, maybe not by name. Oh. She can't do sentences. So she can't really tell us what she wants to do, maybe, or she wants. Oh. But she enjoys us chatting to her. And seems to mostly understand. Okay. Dad, 75, very fit for his age, still does 10-mile bike rides, physical jobs around the house, etc. Recently had a health scare, which is when he really couldn't cope mentally and put my mum in for respite care. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So far? Yeah. Where do you think she is with her dementia on that front in terms of their memory? Well, she's way up here. If she's not, if she can't communicate verbally, yeah, that's getting fairly advanced. Advanced, yeah. Dad's health care is now over. Good. Nothing serious that can't be treated with just pills. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. However, he's now saying she can't come home as it's too much for him. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Up until she went into a care home, he was a sole carer. Right. That's your first issue. The main issues, he says, are that she won't take her pills. Uh-huh. It's hard to wash and dress her, and she wanders at night and wakes him up. Yeah, all those things yeah. can be remedied like that yeah. with an effective care company. Okay. It's all about him. Yeah, but it is. It's people's perspective. They also they don't know what they can do to yeah, remedy these. Yeah, harsh. And also, he feels he can't do anything. Now, probably. Does he mean for himself or for her? I don't know. That doesn't say. Okay. Anyway. Mm, yeah, obviously, this is also like a son's perspective, yeah, as well. So, yeah, 
I did ask if he'd consider her living at home and just get carers in to do that stuff at him, but he says she'd still wander at night. Yeah, but carers can be in overnight. The reason I was trying to find hold on. The reason I was trying to find ways for her to go home is that she's extremely depressed at the care home. She obviously got some level of awareness. Uh, yeah, well, even animals that can't communicate, you know, understand. Yeah. I think she knows who they are, like her yeah. children around time. She says she hates it, finds it scary, doesn't understand why she has to be there. The care home itself is fine and the staff are nicer. Is she eating? Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Okay. She, I can imagine she's depressed and not enjoying it. She won't actually definitely have a reduced appetite. She just doesn't want to be there. When I visit every other day, don't oh, yeah. she doesn't want me to go. And when I take her out, she doesn't want to go back. Over the four weeks, she seems to be getting worse rather than adjusting. So I'm asking, can care home work? When visiting my mum, how should I leave? Goodbyes really upset her there. Should I be trying to sneak off? Is there anything I can do to help her emotional state? I'm crying pretty much every day and having panic attacks, just desperate to somehow make things better for her. Oh. Um, okay, so without more specific detail the, the biggest issue from that is obviously that she's been there for long enough that if she was going to adjust there would be signs that she was adjusting four weeks yeah definitely um because the good thing with somebody who experiences dementia Do you need a tissue? no i'm fine um they can't remember so their environment that they're in they, they're just in- their story to Suit the surroundings. Yeah, basically. And then if, if it's done right, so if you if you were going to be transferring somebody from a home environment to a care home environment, you need to replicate the home environment as much as physically possible in their personal space. So let's say there'd always been a picture above the bed at home or there's a certain lamp on the bedside table, they would 100% be in that room before mum would enter it. So there'd be familiar things. So she's not stupid. She's got dementia. She'd know it was a different space. But there would also be familiar things that she could see, which would be reassuring. So... I'm assuming there's been there's personal effects in that space. Yeah, but maybe be, not that. Yeah, maybe they moved some afterbirth. It was supposed maybe. to originally be respite care, so yes, there would have been no major. But generally, input to the um, my point being, after a couple of weeks, you would see the signs of somebody calming down. If somebody isn't calming down, then the space isn't the right space. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with the home. It might just mean that's just not. Yeah, it's not right for that person. Sounds too early. It's way too early. It's way, way too early, and there's no judgment there. Again, we see this loads and loads of times where we get discharges from people who are not coping in care homes, um, and that's the first place they've gone when they need any escalation of support. So, as um, a minimum, you'd expect to see a full care package for somebody at home okay. first, which would be four calls a day. It would address your general personal care tasks so washing and dressing undressing and washing at bedtime yeah. well that was the husband's main thing wasn't it so he was he's sole care at our medication wash and dress easy wanders easy. in the night easy so what would you suggest easy. so well you you'd get carers into you'd work you'd need am and pm at least for personal care dressing undressing and personal care both ends of the day and depending on the medication schedule somebody to support that as well doesn't mean that somebody has to move into the house and be there 24-7. Medications can be reviewed, they can be reduced, they can be put in line to suit the care 
that's been provided. We do that with countless people. We're actually only in this time and this time. Can you order prescriptions? GPs do it nine times out of ten. If they can't, it's the medical reason, then we swap what we're doing. So either way, there's a workaround. Um, wandering in the night is actually can be quite easy to remedy, although it's not necessarily the most appealing. You, you'd separate sleeping, so you could separate sleeping. So the, She'd have her own Yeah, so then the husband wouldn't be disturbed, and then you'd have carers that would sleep in. So the carer would be there to be well be a carer in the night so if she does get up or she needs support the loo in the night or she just wanders because she's woken up then they can just guide her back to bed because yeah, there's no information whether it's every night or whether it's occasional no, or... no but it also if it is only occasional what lots of people if we're talking about this well we are talking about this person's had no input this is a real first. scenario real scenario i mean julie then did fall over but yeah she didn't ask for help but this would be um first thing you do is you put an AM and a PM call in 100% and make sure they're long enough so lots of tasks can get done, possibly some domestic stuff to help dad. Companionship calls so dad can carry on with his bike rides, they're easy, care companies do that, they rock up yeah. at whatever times you want, they'll stay for the duration you want so he can still go out and have a life which is completely necessary when you're a sole carer Yeah. Um, and you know respect for that because it's not easy to do, remembering that for him this wife that he's had is gone. So yeah. in theory, he's by himself with some person that looks like her and wanders around, doesn't behave like her. So that's a completely different topic. Um, so he he's his support is as necessary as hers, genuinely. This isn't the right, right way about it, though, in my opinion. It won't be making him happy. I'm discussing this as well, I'll just delete this. No, no, what I mean is it won't be making him happy either. He obviously can't cope with that reality, but no, he's got, got to the edge. Yeah, yeah, very fast. So anyway, AM, PM care calls, supporting personal care, so washing and dressing and medication support, 100%. Start with a companionship call once, twice a week so dad can go out. Um, and then what I would suggest is, let's say this was someone that had phoned our office looking for help, I'd say, well, why don't we try two or three nights a week? Um, not seven days a week, so it's not always in both their faces, but then so dad knows that on a, a Thursday, a Saturday and a Monday, he's got a full night's clear sleep yeah. so he can go to the pub late he can come back he can whatever or he knows he can just rest um and then obviously can build from there yeah. obviously the sun i'm assuming maybe not the overnight he's willing to help yeah yeah no i'm sure but the the issue is moving somebody out of their environment who's got to venture um it it just it it can make things so much worse for everybody and then you get the really sad side where then you're going and seeing mum and she's just unhappy and so then there's regret, there's guilt, there's confusion, because you're like, well, hang on, this is supposed to make this better, it's made it worse, X, Y, and Z. But never or very, very rarely would I ever condone family home, straight to care home. That's just, but that's my opinion, and that's obviously what we do. We build independence, yeah. we promote it, we, we bolster it, and we preserve it as yeah. long as we can. I mean, so she knows who everybody is, and she yeah. can't, they can't uh, But she'd be more comfortable at home. The, I'm assuming the first, the, what would have been said was you're going, you're going for a short period of time and then, and then you're going home. Going so home. if there's a mem enough memory to think, well, I should be going home. Yeah, because there's, there's loops. In yeah. So it's not like oh, it's short-term memory is often the issue, not necessarily long-term. So um, the point to that comment being that at home, even if she's challenging to look after in certain times, she can also navigate her environment easier because she knows where stuff is and yeah. doesn't mean there doesn't need to be adaptions made at home one big thing that we usually see a lot not as so much these days because obviously older people are getting younger i mean generationally but lots of people would put um 
a plastic kettle onto a normal hob top and turn the hob on because in their long-term memory that's how you boil the kettle so there's certain things that that likely would need to be adapted as this family goes along in the home it you'd be i'd be talking nonsense i said oh it'd be all perfect just putting carers in problem solved it's not quite straightforward is that but it's it's definitely possible and you have to be prepared to adapt to it it's the reverse of growing up the growing old you you have to be prepared it's like you've got a small child they're crawling now they're not going to crawl forever they're going to walk and they're going to walk their feet they're going to need shoes at some point you're going to have to put a stair gate up you know there's all these things that you have to do it's the same process but it's backwards um so there's certain things that can be put in place. But then if specifically this was four A4 pages long and it said to me, there's an issue when she comes into this room, there was an issue here, dad couldn't cope because she would come into the garden and she'd be on the whatever, then there would be adaptions we could literally suggest yeah. that people put in place. But if this Reddit user is actually watching this, can you get this to him? Sometime? I can probably reply to the thread because these are obviously still active. So I can okay. put a thing on saying that we've discussed it and posted it. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, the first thing to say is like not to be mad at his dad because it's a natural panic. His dad will be experiencing horrible stuff as well. Um, but if if it's possible, unwind things a little bit. I will yeah. get her back home and um, find a good care agency. Again, if uh, we don't know if they're in the UK, I suppose. But if they're in the uh, UK, if they're in the find UK, find a reputable care agency. Speak to them. Speak to social, your local social yeah. services because you don't know the financial situation, yes. but a lot of this could be funded. Well, the initial six weeks would be funded if you're in the UK because that's what everybody gets. Excuse me, regardless of um, financial status. I thought just re-able them not to six weeks. Yeah, but it would come to that same thing if you're not managing. Yeah, she'd be coming out of the home, I suppose, anyway. Yeah, so she'd, she'd be eligible. So his, his direct so I'm things asking, on the thread yeah. were, can home care work? Home care is in care at home. I'm assuming so. Absolutely, 100%. Certainly for a bracket of time. Not necessarily indefinitely, but our experience is it works indefinitely, but it certainly works. Ten yeah. years, I think. We, we talked, discussed it, didn't we? The yeah, other day, easily. Advancing easily. dementia, obviously deteriorating. Yeah. But Yeah, but it's certainly months, years, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And in case it means our care home, then the care home obviously is... is Usually the final It's the final place stop. for anyone with dementia. Yeah, and therefore the preparations are long and they're in depth and the environment's prepped. And so a couple of steps have been jumped and it's not in criticism. Everybody skips the same steps because normally, like the first person you meet that has dementia is the first person you've met that... Yeah, like I said, no, no one gives you a roadmap. We were sat at lunch near three people who were either at their wit's end have tried 10 other things and all of them have failed yeah so no one gives you a roadmap no so yeah easy to do home care can work and care in the home can work but a care home has to be at the right time yeah because if you have any awareness you're not going to want to be there you're not going to understand that's what i say about the awareness it's about the it's it's all about how it's how how the environment is and then how that environment yeah. is ended. She's not young, no, she's 73. Yeah. Well, so you're stuck in a care home at 73. Yeah. If you, if, it's just... But there are, you know, there's a lot of people to consider. Without judgment. With, yeah, without judgment. It's, yeah. That's very young. It's, it, it's just, it's, in my opinion, like I said, it'd just be too soon. There's not, there's not been anything else tried yet. Yeah. But anyway. How should he leave if she, for the period of time that 
she's in the care home. Okay, so that depends. So there's lots of different types of behaviours you can employ with with somebody with dementia. So um, collusion is usually one that we have to demonstrate, should I say, the majority of the time. And collusion is as it's described. You go along with the place, date and time that this person is in. There's no point saying, oh, stop being ridiculous, mum. It's, it's 2023, it's not 1973. Snap, snap, snap your fingers kind of thing. Um, it's short-term brain memory is not yeah. going to work. So it depends. So if if you were saying, oh, she, you know, she's not got a clue where she is and this, that and the other, then going quietly wouldn't be an issue. But reading this or listening to this, it sounds like she's very much aware that she's about to be left. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be left. she's about to be taken back. Yeah. And so I think in this instance, the best thing would be the reality part of the dementia care. It's like just being honest and saying, I have to go now, mum. I will be back as soon as I can be. I mean, if, if any of this advice can be taken on board, then it'd be, look, I'm going now, mum, but there's stuff I'm looking into. So just hang tight kind of thing. Yeah, it's a neither, very open conversation with dad. Yeah, but neither's wrong. And neither's ever wrong with somebody with dementia. Like, yeah, I'm going to go get a drink and then... Yeah, yeah, I've got to take this work call. I'll be back in a, an hour or two. So they're not waiting for the next five, ten minutes thinking where they've gone and then an hour or two has passed and if somebody's got advanced dementia, that, yeah, that short-term memory that someone's left is gone. So yeah. there's no need to make a song and dance out of it. So that would have to be the judgment made by him because I can't quite understand. She sounds yeah. obviously very poorly if her speech has subsided, but then... If she's aware when people are leaving, then that would say she's got quite a lot of cognitive ability. Anything he can do to help her, anything he can do to help her emotional state. So I'm assuming that's going to go back to personal effects from yes. the house, yeah. things that might remind her, make her feel more at home. Yeah. And then, as you say, if the plan would be to get her back home, would be to try and reassure her that things are being yeah. looked into. Yeah, definitely. And ways to support of communication. Again, there's not a lot, not a lot of information there, but it's just saying you know her, her speech isn't as good. So, so how do they communicate with her? I know they speak to her, but how how does she speak back? There's also things that can be put in place to communicate things. Yeah. Picture cards, whiteboards, you know, again, you are back to that. You know, mummy showing baby a picture of a football. This is what we're talking about. It's that sort of, yeah. not the baby's cards as adult versions, but it's, it's a very clean way to communicate. Yeah. Certainly in the UK, there is help out there. And steps yeah. that can be taken. Yes. And that will help the last point of obviously panic attacks. Feeling very upset and wanting to help and Yeah. Because that's um that's a horrible thing to feel. And that and that's because maybe that's guilt and it's fear, I imagine, because you just instinctively you know your mum's not right, so it's like, well, I need to do something about that. But when you don't know how, that's genuinely very, very hard. So um yeah, that would be my answers. But if we could get more information from where this person is, we might be able to give some more help. Could be. Yeah. I think that's covered those two. And yeah, has, yeah. Episode one. Mm-hmm. Success? Yes. That's awesome. So. I know, it's nice. <laughs> it? Nice.